What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend Wink. Wink, what's going on, man? Well, not a whole hell of a lot. Um, just sitting here, hanging out in the office, chatting about some swagger. Just finished playing some Grand Arena, which, which I think I'm going to lose, but we will see. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. What about you? Oh, you know. I, too, am sitting in an actual office because they finished the office. Ooh, uh, it looks good. On Sunday. No, Monday. Monday, they finished the office. So I've got doors. I've got walls. I finally have a room where I can close everything off from the rest of my crazy house and uh, do whatever I want in here. So That's pretty baller. I'm loving it. Yeah. Not to mention, I got my... I started unloading my stuff again. I got all my Funkos, all my Star Wars Funkos. I got to get my Legos back here. I'm excited. Nice. All my toys. I got to Heck unpack yeah. my toys this week. Can't wait to see all of that uh, out there on full display, hopefully next week. Oh, no doubt. I'm loving it. I'm loving to get the stuff back. Very nice. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen much information uh for Star Wars in general over this past week um, outside of this game. So not a lot to talk about in that respect, but uh, the good news is I think there's a lot to talk about in the game. So I think there was something. I can't remember what it was, though. Hmm. Now you're going to make me think but, about it. Well, if chat knows what's big thing happened in Star Wars this week, let us know, because odds are we probably are forgetting something. Yeah, but, I, I don't know. And I could be wrong. I mean, that that did happen that one time. So <laughs> everybody's allowed one a year. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, man. Um, so my dad's still improving. Um, getting a little bit better each week. Slow process, but still in the hospital. Still gonna be there a while. Long process. Um, so not not really a whole lot on that front, um, but other than that, dude, that's man. I have been like just swamped, running around like a chicken with my head cut off all week. Ugh. See, it seems like in the current like housing market, you would be going crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, stuffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm. Well, it's not just with all of that, but. Um, 
you know, with my dad being in the hospital, yeah, it's just right. It's been crazy, but I'm, <laughs> no wonder you yawn so much. That that is why I yawn a lot, man. Um, <laughs> I am working on. I've been itching to get another one of those uh, DIY videos out, and I have not done that yet. But I've got one that's close, so I may try to get that out here pretty soon, and then uh, you know get a get like a uh, the house I've been working on. I'm gonna do like a video of like kind of the beginning to end type thing, and uh, maybe nice. try to get that out here in a month or so. So be kind of fun. Sweet. Well, that would be good. I know people enjoy those things, so... Yeah, yeah. People sure seem to, so... Um, so we'll see how that goes, but... Maybe a fun little side project. Oh, I, I am drained, though, man. I'm... God, I'm so glad it's Friday. I'm so glad it's Friday. Time for the weekend. It is. And... Get some relaxing. Speaking in. of the weekend... Um, yeah. You know, we're married, so dating is a little bit different, but you single guys going out on dates, married guys trying to impress the wives, if if there's one thing you're going to do coming up on the weekend, it's get manscaped, right? I mean... <laughs> you should be. Uh, you should be. It's it's good for you. It's good for her. It's good all the way around. Um, manscaped is... By far the best men's grooming products on the market. The performance package comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, uh, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag. Uh, the the performance boxer briefs. I was about to say, don't just gloss over that. They're like they seem like a throw-in, it, but those things are absolutely seems like a throw-in because of how much we talk about the lawnmower and the weed whacker and how amazing they are, but. Man, if you don't have like a really fantastic pair of boxers, like those are the ones. It's like having a pillow in your it, pants. It is. Ooh, pillow in your <laughs> pants. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're super comfortable. <laughs> um, and have you ever noticed like how nasty nose and ear hair is? Like the wife gives me hell about it all the time. In fact, seventy nine percent of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Which I can totally see, because it's a good thing it's nose hair and not noses. Because I mean, nose is kind of important. Hair, <laughs> my, much less. Important. I got a long nose, but I'm not gonna allow my long nose to also have long hair. That's because that's just a double whammy, and we can't have that. Yeah, that would that that would be no bueno, senor. Um, <laughs> so you might as well just use the best tools for the job and get get yourself tuned up. The bottle. Or the bundle also comes with a prop uh, preserver, which is ball deodorant, and the crop reviver ball toner. Really fantastic products. Both very good stuff. Yes. Uh, what do you? It, 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 it's kind of funny because they smell so fantastic that sometimes I can smell them over my own regular deodorant. Hey, and I like that smell. Hey, there's nothing wrong better. with that. Like, where's that smell come from? Yeah. For all you single guys, you you know where you can point. <laughs> T- totally fair. It's the perfect uh, ball bre- breaker, or uh, sorry, uh, conversation starter. I don't know. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> um, it's anti-chafing. Uh, makes you s- smell great, and it's just it's wonderful. I 
how would you describe how the crop preserver makes you feel? Um, you okay? Let me compare two things. Okay. Have you ever accidentally put icy hot on your balls? No, thank God. <laughs> it's the worst. But you would think it would be the best because that nice, cool feeling on your balls is supposed to be good, okay. right? Yeah, that sounds. That well, sound bad. what icy hot should do is what Crop Preserver does do, and that's why it's amazing. Okay, okay. And a little disclaimer for everyone out there, do not get the real-life experience of Icy Hot. It's it's not going to be go well. No. Or do it, tape it, and send it to me, because I would like to laugh. Mm. <laughs> Wait a minute. Mm. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's just get back on track. Get back on track. <laughs> The uh, oh, wow, I'm gonna turn real red, real quick. yeah, yeah. This, this is getting awkward, <laughs> so we're just gonna tell you guys go and get 20% off and free shipping with the code SOP at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code SOP. New year, new balls. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Um, what a week in Swaga. It was so exciting. <laughs> I could tell by your notes for the week. Um, yeah, so actually not a terrible week. I don't really remember what all I did. I will just wrap up my week this by saying this. Um, my Vader phase one team, I ended up breaking 7 million on that run and I didn't move any mods. So if you go to my roster right now and look at my mods, those are the mods that I use with the Vader Watt 3PO shock T and crew team. Um, absolutely. It was pretty solid stuff. My mods on Vader are obviously fantastic. I, I am so proud of my mods on Vader cause he wrecks stuff. It's awesome. Um, and that was kind of a highlight. The other thing is, I am working towards C. All I have left. Sith Marauder needs to go, needs some material to go from Relic 6 to Relic 7. And then I need one Gear 12 Plus and one left side Gear 12 piece for Royal Guard, which I'm getting pretty close on the Gear 12 piece. The Gear 12 Plus piece, I'm pretty far away. But once I get that done, boom, be farming. Uh, what the hell are those things? Tickets. tickets. I will be farming tickets to get the Sith Eternal Emperor Palpatine. Pretty excited. Third Galactic Legend incoming. It's nuts that the, I didn't realize that Sith Marauder had to be Relic, Relic 7. 7. That's crazy. I think he's decent. He's good. He No, he, he's yeah. a really good character. So... Because that, that saber throw ability can uh, yes. wreck some uh, stuff. And I imagine at Relic 7, that's that's pretty devastating. He'll be with my... Uh, probably with Sith Empire. Is he a Sith Empire character? Um, I can't remember. Yes. Because I know he was that era. Yes, he is Sith Empire. Um, nice. That's good. So, yeah, I remember because a lot of time, a lot of people would either use Trooper or Marauder. Mm-hmm. In their uh, Darth Vader squad, so. pretty solid. Um, so I'm hoping very to nice, very nice. I'm hoping to, you know, be farming on that next week. And then I broke seven million GP this week. 
Um, I'm at 7041 on my galactic power. So I might hit 7.1 by the time uh, I get Sith Eternal Emperor. And then I am also farming Moff Gideon, 31 out of 100. Um, that's it. That's my entire week. I, I literally got nothing else. What about you, well, senor? Hopefully we hear about some C tickets next week. Uh, me, hopefully. I've been rolling that alt account. And let me tell you, I need to, I, I was hoping and planning to put out the video for that tomorrow. Um, but man, it's going to be an interesting video. Uh, arena. When I made the video last week, I was 940, I think, was my arena rank. I have spent all week fighting down and getting body blocked back up to 900s. I think I would, I got all the way up to 400 and dropped all the way back to 900 the next day, the next morning, got down to 700 back to 900. I just fought two. I'm about to sim another arena battle right here on the other screen here. I'm now down to 648. So a lot it's been a lot of back and forth in arena for me this week, at least as far as the alt account goes. But I did switch out uh, first order officer for um, Phasma, and that's been going a little bit better. Yeah, but it's weird at the low levels, Phasma gets a lot more health than first order officer does in arena. So for a long time there, before I was able to get an extra gear level on him, Phasma had like almost double his health so he i couldn't even put him in the arena i don't just these are it's there are weird things you don't think about with alt accounts that you just interesting you they're just not on even on your radar in when you're an in-game player and have been for so long for for example challenges unless you beat the last tier of a challenge it's still nine minutes between challenges Ugh. Nine freaking minutes. The, when you need that gear the most, you have to wait nine freaking minutes. Then on top of that, I cannot beat Darth Maul's second tier of his challenge. I remember that one was always hard. Well, he does that freaking uh, stomp thing that takes everyone down to like 1% health. Oh, yeah. And then you have to take out the droids on the side to gain a little bit more health back. It's just... And then it's support and healers are the ones you have to use to beat it. So it's just early game. It kicks your butt. Sounds horrible. So I've been beating my brain against that one for a while. Uh, but the First Order team's coming together nicely. Um, I'm tr- Galactic War, I got that unlocked. I can't beat it yet. I keep getting like two to three nodes from the end and stalling out. Because I'm still only level... I'm not even level 40 yet, I don't think. No, I'm not... I'm almost level 50. I'm 47. Gotcha. But I keep stalling out in Galactic War. Uh, but I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to focus on next. And I have a, I'm have starting to think that I'm going to do Separatist next. I don't know why I made that decision. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I got Newt unlocked. I'm trying to get Dooku unlocked. And I'm kind of thinking about what other Separatists I can do. But then I just started thinking about that earlier today. I'm like, what do they really unlock for me? They don't yeah. do... They don't do any events or anything. They're just a good team. But it, do I need good teams or do I need to unlock things at low level? So yeah. I might switch up that strategy to just go straight up scoundrels for the 
credit heists and all that kind of stuff, but we'll see. Cool. So that was the alt account. On the main account, I got Chupio to Gear 13. Uh, Um, Hold on real quick. How many alt accounts have you had in this game now? I had one alt account that I played for two and a half years Mm -hmm. for the longest time between my main and my alt. I gave up that alt account when Richie quit Mm -hmm. playing the game, and I took over Richie's account, so that's number two. I played Richie's account for probably a year and a half, okay, and then I stopped playing alt accounts, and then I recently just started up this alt account. This is only your third one? It's my third one that I've actually put time into. Okay. I've had lots of alt accounts that I've tried to get good arena spots in to start them and deleted them instantly. Yeah, that that don't count. So three, interesting. (laughs) I I was, I I remembered those three, but I was thinking there was another one I was missing. Um, But you were just on hiatus. So cool. Someone says, I I thought that was Savage. It is, but don't tell GMP. Who did I say? Maul? Oh, yeah, I think you did. Must that. have been. It is Savage. So, either way. Uh, Chupio, I got him to gear 13. R2-D2 was my next choice. That's he's pretty gonna, baller. He's two Chupio's pieces from awesome. gear 13. But, of course, Chupio, or oh, R2-D2 yeah. has the same issue as Chupio did, where on the right side, the top two pieces are the exact same. So, I've got to farm them twice. And then, uh, yeah. So, I'm working on R2-D2 now. Just kind of chipping away at those uh, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker um, requirements. I think I still need Old Ben, RJT, Biggs, Leia, Wedge. And those are the five I can think of off the top of my head. Gotcha. So once R2T2 is done, I need those five. But luckily, most of them are either gear 11 or gear 12. So it's not a ton of work to do, but yeah, still work to do. Cool. Uh, the other thing I did, because of the fact that Gideon, not Gideon, um, Piet shares a node with um, Resistance Hero Finn or Poe. I can't remember. I think it's. Uh, I was thinking. It's one it was... of the Resistance Heroes. Because of that fact, I decided that I might as well start farming all the Resistance characters I don't have yet to try to go Finn. after Ray. So it's Poe then. If you look at my favorites in the game right now, I have Ray favorited because Ray, one of Ray's hard nodes also has the Millennium Falcon on it. So I'm farming the Millennium Falcon, uh, Resistance Hero Finn, and then I'm farming Piet and Poe on one node. So I just added a whole bunch of new hard node farms this week. But I kind of really want Ray, and the only way I'm ever going to get Ray is if I get Millennium Falcon to start farming the Radis. Dude, which I have zero shards on. Well, I, I have all the shards that they Brave. gave me for Radis, but it's going to take forever to get the Radis if I don't even have Millennium Falcon. So I finally decided to start farming that. And here's the crazy thing, and this really bugs me, and I don't understand it. Okay. Um, let me just take a look in Cantina to make sure I'm right on this. I might be wrong. But either way, I'm going to complain. Okay, I am wrong. Why aren't old ships... Why aren't there old legacy ships? Because I'll tell you one thing that's awesome about all accounts old is that uh, legacy ships. What are you? Oh, so you talking? You remember like the how you got thing? characters yes. now that go two instead of one shard? Right. Why don't ships do that? 
It's a good question. Um, because Millennium Falcon there's... is old as dirt. Came out with the game. Um, and it really... Well, it didn't come out with the game. Came out with ships. And I'd really like to not farm that forever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I don't really have an issue with them doing that. Ships are way less interesting than characters. There are way more characters than ships. Um, but you, you know. have it. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's I easy to not be upset about it when you already have it. Well, no, I know. But I'm saying, like, I, I think there is a difference when there's an astronomical number of characters and way less fleets. There's only a few good fleets. Um so I well, think none it, of them involve Millennium Falcon, well, unless no, it's that's, Radis, that's and you true. have to have Falcon to get the Radis. Yeah. So nope. we're rocking in circles there. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. Get that just bugs me because Finn and Poe, Finn and Poe have not been out too terribly long. That's true. They're both double. Well, they're year, both accelerated. So a little over a year and a half, I think, or less than yep. a year and a half, year and a few months actually. So I'm excited for that. Um. We'll see what happens. I, I, I like I said when GLs came out, the one I really wanted was Ray, but I was never going to get her because of the Millennium Falcon. So I finally decided it was time oh, yeah. to get the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> so, yeah, there we are. Um, I want Ray. I really want Ray, but man, the gear, the gear is steep. It's so steep for me. Because I have not worked on resistance at all. I basically have two characters that are competent. That are those requirements being uh, RJT and BB-8. And man, that's about it. <laughs> like I just, I am not gonna, I am not gonna gear all those characters. They ain't gonna happen. So I'll after I get C, I'll start hoarding for the next Galactic Legends set, and I'll probably never get Ray, unfortunately. I, well, I'm only working on my second Galactic Legend, so I got to think, if I do want a third one, I'm going to have to figure out which one it's going to be, because odds are I'm very, very much closer. I'm much closer to Ray, because my, my resistance is all either gear 11 or gear 12, so, and besides the new ones, so I'm in a lot better spot for them than I would be for the Empire stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, at least like getting Seth Emperor, uh, the Seth Emperor, most, you know, there's a couple good characters that you really get on your way to him. And then some of them that you all like as a long term player, you will almost get inevitably anyway. And so that kind of left me in a position where I was so close that it, it, you know, it was just kind of silly not to. Yeah, it's. The thing is, I'll probably get Jedi Master Luke Skywalker, and then um, and then they'll start introducing the next set of Galactic Legends. Because I have a feeling that once Conquest Mode and all the exhibitions for it are kind of hacked out, and they've made the changes they want to, that yep. the next focus will be the next Galactic Legends. So I agree. Odds are, I'll on. never end up going after Ray. I'll probably look at what the next two are, are and pick one out of them, but we'll see. Yep. So. Well, cool. But yeah, that's my been, been my week. Alrighty. Moving along. Hey, boys. It's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. Well, sir, what are you drinking? 
Dude, I'm drinking some good stuff. I hope the can doesn't. Yep. Yellow. Come Ooh. on. This isn't green. Why are you uh, screwing this up? Anyways, St. Archer Mango Goes. It's a special edition. It is freaking delicious. St. Archer makes some of the best sour beers there is. And whenever I see them, I grab them. So. Nice. Nice. That is what I'm drinking. I am having a 18-year um, Oban uh, scotch. Uh, I'm just having a chill night. Decided to scotch it up. And uh, I do not regret this decision at all. <laughs> it's hard to. Hard to do that. I, I do Lotus. Lotus? I do notice a severe lack of Death Star Ice Cube. But... Yeah. Unfortunately, I actually have one in there. I just go in no ice tonight. So, um, oh, okay. Because uh, I remember the early versions of the podcast when you drink scotch. That was like the thing. Oh, yes. Yes, it was. I'll bring back the Death Star ice mold next week. How about that? Let's do it. I can't All wait. Right. <laughs> I like it. Um, Drew says we better get a Galactic Legend Jawa. Give me that Galactic Legend Tuscan. Bring that oh, Tuscan yes. Raider team together. That be so exciting. That's what everybody wants. Let's racket going on in my kitchen. Um, <laughs> Dogs right, go let's... nuts. Beagle <laughs> yeah. Squadron. Yeah, Beagle Squadron, crazy. But yeah, what well, what can you do? Always in motion, the future is. To the calendar, we must look. All right, dude, what's on the calendar? All right, so we got an update that included the calendar. So we're going to talk about the calendar and that update. Here's the part of the update. Conquest was added. With the first iteration being March 1st, I got jabated. I, I'm like, Conquest coming out. I can't wait to play this. And then I looked at it like, March 1st. Oh, man, it's like almost a week away. But that's fine. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Mon- Monday? I'm trying to find Where's my calendar? Um, yeah, Monday is the first. Yep. So, you know. Um, do you think it'll start during the day or right on at midnight? I think it starts first? at noon. Okay. Based on time left. Um, so here's oh, right. There's a timer in there. Uh, Monday night, I am planning to do a Twitch stream. In, in which I will play some Conquest. Because Monday night is my free night due to the sultry female. She watches The Bachelor. Um, that would I'm, definitely make it free. I'm hoping <laughs> she quits watching it. I am praying really hard. Um, pray for me, please. I hate that show. It's horrible. Um, but that that is usually my free night to do something. And, and, and my light, some of my lights just shut off. Um, <laughs> I was like, what, so, what happened? What the hell? Oh, there we go. Back on. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to stream some Conquest, uh, play a little bit on there, see how it goes, and uh, just, you know, 
play the new game mode. Should be should be a lot of fun. So come hang out. Probably be on my uh, on my personal Twitch, whatever in the hell my 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 Twitch is. I I don't know. With Killer <laughs> Inc. I think Discord.me slash Shattered Order. You'll find it. That's true. He'll post when he's going live. There you go. Indeed. That'll give me something to do at work. You know. Besides work. Hey, yeah, come <laughs> That'll be fun. I hope nobody I work with listens to this. I'm just kidding. Anyways, uh, calendar update. Uh, Phantom 2 is the login character, which is... What a great login. Not good great for, for everyone. Good for my alt account, because that is a great ship to have for your first fleet. Um, not that it'll be that big of an advantage, because everybody will have it, but... I'll take it. So I will take it. Three three V three G A C next month. So I know you were digging that for a while. Then we had another one. I don't know where you fell after the second one, but uh no. The three V three G A C is back next month. Yay, I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I know where you stand then. Uh, Conquest. Actually, hold on. Actually, I don't mind. So apparently Sith Eternal Emperor is actually really good at killing Rey in 3v3. And I should have that by then. So that'll be kind of cool. Say that again. Sith it. Eternal Emperor is a very hard counter. Hey, that's what she said. To uh, Rey in 3v3. So... Ah. So that will be a lot of fun since I'll have him unlocked by then. Yeah, that'll be good for you for sure. Yeah. Uh, Conquest is not listed on the calendar yet as an event. I'm kind of, I mean, I guess I'm not surprised. I figure that it will end up on there to tell you which two weeks out of the four weeks they're running it. But since they have a weird schedule to start. Yeah, since they have that uh, double double Conquest March month, uh, I guess they just didn't throw it on there, so. Indeed. But you got all the normal stuff. You got your two territory battles, four territory wars, the whole gang of uh, assault battles, and uh, the full list of galactic challenges. Cool. Did you, uh, how'd you do on the Mandalorian assault battle? I feel like they threw us a bone because. Uh, Assault battle or galactic? Not assault battle, galactic challenge. Because the feat said. Use four Mandalorians in a team. Yes. Not you... five. And that instantly became, okay, oh, I'm yeah. going to finish Supreme everything. Leader Kylo Ren and... Yes. So, Supreme and... Leader Kylo Ren and four Mandalorians. Yes. Got the, last, the best yep. box. It was awesome. Super I just easy. thought it was weird that it was four. I'm like, are they throwing us a bone here? Well, they'd done this previously where you could, you'd have... Four, but you could have one other and still get the bonuses. And this was just like coming off that just a smidgen. So I, I, I thought it was kind of cool. I like, I really like how they're doing the galactic challenges. Some are a lot more challenging. Others are stupid easy. Like this one for me was stupid easy. I think um, I beat it in the first four hours for three days. I was staring at it like, do I need to do this? No, I did it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. So... Uh, that's the way it works sometimes. I, I don't mind it. So, No, no, it was fun. It's nice to have a little reprieve from some of these harder ones. So, Agreed. Um, well, what do you think? Uh, we want to talk about the Razor Crest. 
Let's do it. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. We are all new so players off to the Razor week. Crest. We were so off last week. We thought it was going to be a character, a, sp- a character for Conquest. It actually ends up being a ship. Yeah, and here's that's the pretty cool. Here's the funniest part. So we're going to go. I'll go right into this part of it. The pilot Beskar Mando. Last week we were wondering what Beskar Mando was good for. Now we know. Now because we know. He's not a great character. Because if he's not a great character, at least he's got a great ship. That's true. I ironic how that works. <laughs> and fortunately, this is a tenacious bounty hunter attacker with breach synergy, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty awesome. It is an attacker, bounty hunter, cargo ship, and scoundrel. Cargo ship. Really big. Um, if you listen to GWR this week, you'll know that it's apparently a two-star unlock. So um, that's kind of exciting. We'll get it nice and early. And oh, was that on Galactic War Report or was that Operation Maverse? I can't remember. If you haven't listened to the two of those, go check them out. Uh, with CG talking about the uh, Conquest and Rezo Crest. Yeah, so... Uh, I think there's, let me see if it's in there still. I don't remember what the command is in chat, but you can go check out Operation Metaverse's, uh, video through their YouTube. Uh, obviously you got Galactic War Reports podcast, and I love the way that they're doing this at least. I, I wish it was more diverse with who was doing it. But I love the way they are doing it, where they have a podcast, a video format, and then a uh, written format. What, so, what are you it, saying? Are you saying you wish they would be on your favorite podcast? I kind of do. You know, I kind of miss those days. That was a lot of fun back then. Yeah, but we've um, been blackballed. I, I am. I, I totally agree, though. I mean, the fact that they're actually co- a new game mode and they're actually coming out giving interviews and stuff because. Actually hearing a, you know, long form discussion about some of these asking questions that, you know, knowledgeable players about the game have about Mm -hmm. this, I think is a really informative way for them to convey information to the player base. So, And then uh, they have three different versions, right? I don't think I said the third one. You got the video, you got the audio podcast, and then you've also got Swaga Events has a write-up of everything. So you, you, whatever your... Uh, medium of choices, they have a version of it for you. So I am really looking forward to, they debuted a video about an hour, Metaverse debuted a video about an hour before the podcast that I didn't get to watch that was them with the developers actually playing um, Conquest. So I'm looking forward to watching that after the podcast because there's actual gameplay of Conquest in that video. So uh, did not fun. notice that. Yeah, I was like, dang it, I got to make the podcast notes. I can't watch this right now. Yeah. So I'll go check that out afterward. But anyways, back to the Razor Crest. Basic ability. Most wanted. Final text. Still physical damage target enemy. If the enemy is breached, inflict marked 
for two turns, which cannot be evaded or resisted. That seems like not super exciting. A breached enemy and you inflict marked, which is nice. But as we'll get to in a second, the fact that this ship can ignore taunt is huge. Um, so it'll allow you, anyone who is breached can effectively be taunted. And that is really going to change the way that these bounty hunter teams can uh, work together and take down some more meta style squads. Pretty exciting it's, stuff. It's, it's kind of sad that we kind of always still talk about houndstooth as how to get around houndstooth but it's also super annoying when houndstooth taunts right before you kill someone oh, and having God. having oh, that get around the taunt with razor crest is awesome yeah especially with all the other new taunters they put in the game like that freaking bomber you were fighting in jc earlier being able to get oh, around yeah. him yeah he's annoying he's great super so. annoying um First special is called Stalling Strafe with a three-turn cooldown. Final text, still physical damage target enemy and inflict breach for two turns. If the target already had breach, inflict buff immunity for two turns. Call target other bounty hunter ally to assist. Now we can buff immunity on Houndstooth? I like it. I hate hate turning every new ship uh, kit into how to hate on Beat. houndstooth but <laughs> it's good it's a good I, place to start i do love houndstooth counters and yep. this with all the taunts in the game right now this is a great one yep totally agree um i i, I like it pretty solid stuff and then just to have buff immunity does buff immunity here's a question i know certain uh buffs are locked does that mean they can't be they can go through buff immunity like for example uh, the revive from negotiator uh can you apply that through buff immunity yes okay so that's one of those ones that says cannot it's, be it's what it prevented blah blah blah, yes. blah 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 okay yep. gotcha um it's just hardware wishful, ability just wishful it, thinking just wishful nothing wrong with that <laughs> Uh, his hardware ability is pre-empire transponder final text enter battle razor crest gains stealth for two turns and inflicts ability block on the target enemy for one turn which cannot be evaded or resisted not a great reinforcement ability no i this he definitely seems like a starting three ship for sure he's an aaron Rodgers, not a matthew stafford that's a terrible analogy. Matthew Stafford has never ridden the bench in his life. Actually, that is a terrible analogy because <laughs> if this was Aaron Rodgers, it would be like the hound's tooth except doing a ton of damage, but whatever. Um, unique one, tenacious pilot. Final text. Whenever another bounty hunter ally uses a special ability, they first inflict a breach on the selected target for two turns, which cannot be evaded or resisted. The first time allies inflict breach six times while the Razor Crest is alive, Razor Crest gains plus 50% critical damage for the rest of the battle, and active bounty hunter allies gain plus 25% offense and plus 25 speed for the rest of the battle. If a marked enemy is defeated, reduce the cooldowns of all active bounty hunter allies by one. 
while the Razor Crest is active, breach uh, enemies have minus 30% critical damage. Ugh. That is a lot. Do you know what that sounds like to me? What? A ship version of contracts. That is exactly what it Just not like. called it. And that's yep. that's pretty awesome. But the one thing that I after you were reading through that that kind of bugged me is shouldn't the original Mandalorian be the pilot of the ship as it since it's a bounty hunter ship? Beskar Mando kind of wasn't a bounty hunter anymore. Yes, I agree. <laughs> um, so that's what confused me a little bit right there. Yeah, it's a little. I mean, I kind of like I kind of see what they're going for but i'm kind of also grasping at the same time to um you know i it's it's almost like me entirely did that just to be a gate and that's the only reason because logically in the show i I just don't think it makes much sense but yeah it makes sense though yeah i mean i'm still hoping for that missing piece that makes beskar mando awesome and if gearing him for the ship also helps for that when it happens, That's no problems point. with that. So, um, a couple points about this unique ability. Um, the you know is the contract payout inflicting breach six times, which is six special abilities basically mm-hmm. from these bounty hunter ships. Um. And that's a pretty considerable boost. The bonus crit damage, most offense, most speed. And then also the ability to mark enemies. So using the Razor Crest Basic on a breached enemy, inflicting mark. So it may not be that crazy to get everyone marked. Um, And then as you kill a marked enemy, decrease your cooldowns by one you know this could be something that actually makes the slave one a decent ship uh because part of the problem is how long it takes to get to that special ability that's actually pretty good that starts out on cooldown and takes forever to get so uh i do i do like what this does to the bounty hunters uh one more ability is the unique two which is Trusty transport. Final text. This ship ignores taunt during its turn. At start of battle, the Razor Crest gains five stacks of reinforced hull, which can't be copied, dispelled, or prevented. First time the Razor Crest is reduced to 1%. It recovers 9% health and gains three stacks of reinforced hull. Reinforced hull. Plus 250% defense per stack. Yes. Plus 250% defense per stack. Lose one stack of reinforced hull whenever receiving damage. That's a that's some hefty defense. That's some defense. So, the first few hits, you're hitting for like seven damage. <laughs> yeah, probably something like that. It's um, gonna be nasty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like it. And then you, so you basically have to tap it five times to get rid of all the extra defense. Before you can start doing uh, much work to it. So I like it. Yeah, you have to tap it five times to get rid of that defense. And then you got to go through its health and protection, which is, let's see here. Health and protection is 107,000 health and 31,000 protection. So Not bad. 
you got a little chunks there. So then once you get through that, he revives with 90% health and three more stacks of that defense. Oof. It's just pretty awesome. It's nasty. I like it. Yeah. Hey, this ship looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And that gives us five uh, bounty hunter ships, which is enough to have a starting lineup, a couple uh, backups, and then use some of those more like uh, utility ships for those last few um, reinforcement slots. The only thing, as people have mentioned in chat already, that is missing is that capital ship that brings them together. So it'll be yep. interesting to see if Thrawn. what kind what they can come up with capital ship wise if they do for a bounty hunter squad. Indeed. But like you said, uh rebels rebels don't have two capital ships, do they? They just have the one. Jedi's yep. have two and uh, Empire of two. So if you can get one of those two to work. No, 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 no. Galactic Republic slash Jedi have one. Okay. No one uses mace. It does not. <laughs> I, I, okay. Gotcha. Sorry. Gotcha. That is a horrible ship. Okay. Question. <laughs> what is worse? Mace Windu or Mace Windu's capital ship? It's almost as if they made it so they both were equally bad. <laughs> They're like, we're going to give you no reprieve for gearing Mace Windu with a capital ship. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I agree. Um, I, I'm sure someone out there is listening to the podcast screaming at their radio. I love yeah. that ship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably. That usually happens sure. at least once or twice. Yep. No, I I agree with your analysis. I hear it loud and clear. Um, and the reason I hear it loud and clear is because of our friends over at Blue Designs. Um, if you guys need like a really really kick ass microphone, I highly suggest Blue Microphones. Um, they are part of the Logitech company. If you are unfamiliar, lots of great products, lots and lots and lots of great products. Um, Blue makes the most popular microphone. Just about every YouTuber, Twitch, uh, almost anyone that you see streaming uh, uses a Blue, whether it's the Spark SL, which we use, or the very super sexy Yeti X. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Look at that guy. Um, I know at least three people in the last week... um, that didn't have a nice microphone for their computer that I've convinced to get a Yeti X. So hell yeah, I'm like, it is an, I can't wait for it, them to get amazing. them and you know let me know how much they love them. So yeah, hell yeah, they are good. That's good stuff. It is, and of course, if you are interested in any blue microphone products, uh, we would appreciate it if you would use our affiliate link and let them know that you heard about them from us. Uh, the website is crew.bluemike.com slash SOPod. Again, that is crew.bluemike.com slash SOPod. That will also be in the show notes. Uh, go check it out and get yourself a super kick-ass microphone. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. So much conquest information. Holy smokes. A lot of awesome information. Uh, I am excited to talk about this because we, you know what? I'm just going to say it in the chat. All you guys talking about the Domuses, 
all this stuff totally related to that other game mode that I was assuming this would be like. And I was very, very right about it. And I am very happy about that because of the fact that I love that game mode and every other game I've played it in. I cannot wait for this freaking game mode to start. Um, and wait until March 1st, really, uh, really building the anticipation for me. Let's just say that because yeah, totally I'm agree. Really excited about this. So, how's it starting? They're launching. It's launching as exhibition events, or you could call them live beta testing because they have mentioned uh, a lot of different areas of this game mode that are to possibly more uh, ex- exhibition events of conquest are go- they're going to be looking into feedback about so um sure the first few months expect the most changes to the game mode so much like galactic challenges you're going to be expecting all these types of changes to happen um in these next few months we saw what the first few months of galactic challenges were and what it ended up becoming because of feedback hopefully as we play this game mode what we like what we don't like what we'd like amped up or you like tuned back is all taken and uh, they do that but that's the what these exhibitions are for um they said they're meant to be two weeks of the month with a two-week okay. break but they're running two back-to-back in march so we got the first two weeks for the first one second two weeks for the second one sounds good here are the things that they are looking for feedback for so if the any of these things while you play the game mode you have feelings about make sure that you go to the forums or whatever uh, poll they put out about this game mode and give them your thoughts so that uh, no one goes unheard and hopefully we can help shape what already seems to be an amazing game mode into what we want to see. And those event, those things are the event length, which is currently two weeks, event frequency, which is currently once per month starting on the first of the month outside of exhibitions, energy cost per node, energy refresh rate, stamina refresh rate, difficulty tuning, as well as rewards, both the immediate milestone rewards and the end of the event crate contents. A lot of different elements there to, for them to go over, but it's it's nice that nothing is obviously set in stone. Agreed. They're looking to see uh, what works and what doesn't in hopefully tune what looks into a good game mode into the best it can be. Here's the... With the way they're doing this, the only thing I am asking for is very clear communication about what changes from event to event. Because that gets very frustrating when they change something. You don't realize it was changed, but I, I think they will do that. There is obviously a lot of stuff that they could possibly change if you've been keeping up with the notes. And some of the discussions around this as far as like all of the moving parts. I mean, it could be very easy for them to change one or two things that would drastically alter your strategy. So, Agreed. Um, just real quick, I know you didn't see it, but I'd like to throw it out there for Drew. Um, I'll sing it very quickly, the song that he's looking for. But if you didn't know, on Monday is Magma Trooper's birthday. So... Uh-huh. Oh, in okay. honor! I did of that, see that. Then I will be I singing guess, yeah. him "Happy Birthday" right now. Okay. Yep. I like All right. It. Everybody ready? Solid. Happy birthday to you! Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you! 
Happy birthday, dear Jerry. Happy birthday to you. All right, there you go. All right, wonderful. Uh, game mode. That was amazing. Yeah, game mode. <laughs> make sure man. you cut that out, and we'll make a YouTube video of it because he deserves it. Oh, he does. <laughs> game modes. There will be a normal and a hard mode. All right. But you have to complete normal mode to uh, unlock hard mode. And they give reasons for this, and I completely understand them. They said they wanted people to learn the game mode. Not start on hard, not knowing how to resource manage, and get stuck at the beginning for two weeks. So basically what they're saying is, in my, I'm reading between the lines. I think hard mode is going to be really hard. And if you started on that, you probably would be banging your head like a light side territory battle when it started. Yeah. Whereas if you start on normal, go through it, you understand how the game mode works, maybe... You could have beaten a few nodes if you tried hard the first time, but now you know how to do it, and maybe you're beating a whole sector in the hard. Right. So that's the a idea. Good idea. I don't mind. I think it's going to be super easy for most uh, in-game players, probably. But I do like that we are starting uh, starting at that point. I agree. It'll it'll be. They've even given the requirements here, I'll admit, or the difficulties, and I'll read those down here in a second. But uh, basically, it's a scaling difficulty curve. Uh, like, so if you listen to former podcasts about speculation of conquest from us, I said that a lot of these game modes will have more than one map. Most of them have three. This one will have five. And between each map, you finish it off. The next one's harder. This one has five sectors, and each one is harder than the last for you to try to get to. And uh, they said that you're likely to peak at different points throughout the course of an event, meaning uh, the first conquest you do, you might get stuck in the middle of sector three. The next one, you've leveled up your characters a little bit more. You might end up stuck on the first node of sector four. In uh, you know, the next month, you might end up beating you know, sector five of normal to which you would unlock hard node. But the idea here is that you are not going to be beating it um, straight off the bat, which to me right. means it's, it's get that scaling difficulty over a two week period using energy. So you can't just fight it all at once is going to be tough. It'll be, a challenge and they will require some theory crafting, which is what makes this mode even more exciting to me. I agree. I, I yeah, 100%. because not only do you have to pick your characters and you got to manage your stamina, uh, but also you have, uh, we'll talk about this in a, in uh, another section here in a second, but you also have your data discs that you've got to manage and put in to get the most out of you, the team that you're using so that uh, those stats are multiplied. It's You're going to love it, honestly, because it's like using mods on an entire team. And basically yep. you have like it. a certain amount of energy you can spend so you can use the lower ends of this data disk with the higher ends of this one, and you got to try to make it all work together to beat nodes. It's like an added 
I, I think it's there's going to be a lot of theory crafting and videos about some of the best data discs to use. Uh, Absolutely. And with what teams, I mean, what character you use, it's going to change which one of those are good. Um, and the way you'll be able to use those to try to make sure that you get three stars in a battle or beat all the feats or whatever it is. Um, pretty, pretty excited. Now let me bring up the picture of it here on the, uh, on the stream, because it looks like if you look at the map, it looks like each node, you can get three tickets to go towards your end of event crate. And my assumption has to be that since it's a three-star thing, you can also see it right there on the screen. Stars. Three stars right there. I have to think that to get all three tickets, you have to earn all three stars, right? So you're going to be wanting to go into a battle and earn all three stars. And I believe they said it was replayable. So if you didn't get all the tickets from an earlier... Uh, node, you can go back with energy and get that extra star to get the extra ticket. But and it's not only that, but there are like better data cards that you can get as you progress, and mm-hmm. then you can take those better data cards that maybe you're getting in sector five and go back to a difficult one in sector one and knock it out by you know using that data card to help make that battle easier. Yeah, for sure, makes sense. And I think that we, I think you had brought up that point when we heard you could go back so that you could, might be able to go back in some of those harder nodes that you couldn't get before you could now beat. Right. So that'll be awesome. Um, as far as what the, also what it said before choosing a difficulty level, you'll be able to see a list of sectors and the boss battle you'll face. So if you are deciding between normal and hard mode before you start your conquest, if you're looking at, I'll skip ahead real quick. If you're looking at the boss battle for Sector 5 of Hard Node, which is all Relic 8s, if you're looking at that and you're like, I don't even have a team that I think could come close to those boss battles, you can check the boss battles and the characters of every sector inside of a difficulty to make your choice on whether you're going to go normal or hard. Because obviously with like Territory War, you're, you're picking and choosing your battles because you know you have a team that's going that's meta or a hard counter against that team that is in that node. So if you, you see, okay, Hey, they've got a relic, they've got a relic eight JML team, um, at the last node of difficult or hard node. But the, the, the sector five boss for normal is a Treya team. You're like, I know I can get all the way through normal. I, I don't know where I can get through Hard mode, you know, that's that's kind of makes it right. easier for you to choose. It'll be interesting to see, like, if you go halfway through hard, if it's the same results as far as rewards as all the way through normal, because that can also influence the decision. But it's so pretty- there's a lot of stuff they've talked about as far as, you know, completely different gear for normal and hard, you know, normal focusing a little bit more on getting characters closer to gear 12. And then hard being a little bit more about the gear getting characters through tier or through gear twelve and into relics. So why don't you, know, you talk about the difficulties there? Because I think that that's the next thing, and it definitely speaks to what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so the difficulties of normal. Um, 
the recommended galactic power is going to be around 2 million plus. Uh, the required GP, I thought it did have a required GP. Uh, it's Does That's it? the top number. So normal required GP is zero with a recommended of two. Okay, I, I do know it does have a level 85 minimum. I was thinking it was a GP rec too, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, level 85 is definitely a requirement though. Uh, the enemy tuning by sector. So as you mentioned, there are five sectors. Uh, sector 1 will be gear 12. Sector 2, gear 13. Sector 3, relic 1. Sector 4, relic 2. And sector 5 is going to be tuned for relic 3 characters. So... Depending on what you have, it will kind of adjust how difficult those are. Some will be easier, some will be more difficult. And, uh, you know, using those, um, the weaker characters that you have early, you know, to use as much of their stamina as possible early is probably going to be pretty beneficial, I am guessing. Uh, you know, just due to the fact that your lower gear characters, you're not going to do anything with later. But hard mode, hard mode requires 4 million GP, and the recommended is 5 plus, and it starts at relic 4 and increases by one relic level as you go through sector 1 to 5. So it goes relic 4, then relic 5, then relic 6, then relic 7, and sector 5 is a Relic 8 requirement, or tuned for Relic 8, I should say. Relic 8 sounds... Sector 5 sounds like a nightmare. (laughs) This will be very interesting to see how things go. And remember, that is how they're tuned. So Mm -hmm. you're then also going to have these data disks, which are like team modifiers that you're going to get to use. Uh, That's going to be a really important part. Managing your stamina, I think, is going to be huge. Uh, I think... I saw something where it recovers at about 1% every 30 minutes. So when you win a battle, you consume stamina. I think it's 10% for a win. So you will then have to wait five hours for that character to be back at 100%. If you're not 100%, you lose some stats. Um, I'm not exactly sure how that scales. We will see. Mm Mm-hmm. But this all looks pretty solid, pretty fun, and I can't wait to try it out. Absolutely. Um, so going into what else there is right here. So data disks. Right? So we got the data disks. And as I assumed, there are, it looks like four different levels of data disk. Is that right? I do believe that is correct. Yeah, so you got the purples that are worth four, blues which are worth... Some blues are worth two, some blues are worth three. Uh, He's got some greens worth two, uh, and then some blues worth one. So basically, you're looking through these, and a lot of these data disks have different versions, which is kind of what I was talking about before. I, I, I kind of feel like the pictures they put up have to have, well, maybe not. No, Okay, so yeah, this is what I'm saying. If you're looking at the, the screen, I'm confused by the first 
data disk picture they show because they show three data disks. They've got a white one, a green one, and a blue one. Okay. Each of them amps up higher than the next one. So basically, this the one they're showing is Amplify Agony. Whenever an ally inflicts a debuff on an enemy, they also deal 5.1% max health damage to that enemy. That's the white one. The green one is 6.63%. And the blue one is 8.16%. Each of those is only two inner... Two data capacity. So I guess the, those little dots are called data capacity. But each so, of those is only worth two. In all the other games I've ever played, as you, as they get higher with the damage or stat scaling, they take up more space than the ones before them. It's interesting so, that all these are listed as two. It kind of seems like, from what I've understood, is it's going to be the consumption is going to be based on types. Um so like you are going to have so here's here's one on there that is called and it is 4 it takes up 4 slots and it is massively overpowered after an ally has gained 10 buffs they gain massively overpowered effect for one turn which cannot be copied dispelled or prevented massively overpowered the next time this unit uses an ability during their turn they also deal massive damage to the target enemy and that's one that takes up four. Um, and that is a purple, which is top tier. So these are also colored out like mods. So like the one that you were talking about, the Amplify out, Amplify Agony, it's got like essentially the E version and then the D version, then the C version, then the B version, and we don't have any A versions yet. Um, that's kind of how I am looking at these where purple is the top tier and then white is the bottom tier and it progresses the same as like mod slicing material. Um, that is what I would assume as well. But if you're looking at the dots on, on this list of data disks, there's not consistent with the colors. Well, that's what I'm saying. The dots aren't meant to be consistent with the colors. The dots are based on what type of ability it grants. Which right, but why, then why are all the Amplify Agonies two dots, though their stats are different? That's what confuses me. B- because they are different tiers of those data cards. So, like, the white one may oh, be, okay. like, 100 currency, whereas the top tier one might be 500 currency or something like that. There will be things that distinguish them, I suspect, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to speculate too much because I don't I really do. understand it too much. Well, I mean, no, I you do. <laughs> I don't want. I'm just saying I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole of what I feel like it should be compared to other games, as opposed to. I got not you. and then not understand what they're trying to do because so I'm trying really to fit it into some other box because so. I haven't played any of these other games like you have. So right, that that that'll make it even more fun for you coming in fresh for sure. So. Yeah, so it seems super awesome. And you know, I'm looking through some of these things. There's one on here called Booming Voice. When an allied unit in the leader slot uses an ability during their turn, all other allies are called to assist. That's awesome. Like having that in there, yeah, that's nuts. That's cool. When an allied, yeah, so 
That's nuts. Just that's kind of like every every attack from that character is a mass attack. Yeah. Joker says, "Don't use that one against the Padme team." Uh, yeah, that'd be bad. Bad idea, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a full list here, which I kind of want to go and look through them, but I kind of want to do that probably next week as opposed to this week. Yeah. So. Yep. I mean, once there'll we be a start, lot to once we start next week for sure. Yeah, after a week of the first two week conquest, it'll be interesting to share our thoughts on where we are at with data disk, which ones we've discovered and started using. Because I'm curious as well as far as how exactly you collect these. Because I know that uh, in the other games that I've played, every node that you beat, a list, a random generated list of relics, they call them in other games, or data disks in this case, pops up and you pick one as a reward for beating that node and then you keep it for the rest of the time. So it'd be interesting to see if that's the same here where you might get a really good white data disk and then, you know, two good blue data disks to choose from and you got to pick through the one you want. I don't know. Well, it sounds like, you know, you'll have an inventory and then it'll cost to add and remove them. Um, Doesn't sound like considerable, but just so you have some skin in the game, essentially. Uh I mean, all of this sounds really cool. I like the way that this is going to work. Um, looks like you have 12 slots total on the data disk. Um, they last different amounts of time, from my understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's just, uh, it's just so much that I, I'm curious about because... Oh, I totally agree. So many... I know that there's a cost uh, involved with... Once you've set 12 out of 12 data disks, you have to pay to pull out data disks and put other ones in. So... Yes. I'm assuming it's going to be enough of a cost that you don't want to do it every single battle, but low enough that you can do it to try to get through the end one where it's... End, in sectors where things are a little harder, you might be fully reliant on these. I've so. I've been assuming that these get consumed. Do you know if that's accurate? I think that uh, I don't think like I don't think these do. I think that the ones I think the ones you unlock during uh, during your conquest you keep, and then they gotcha. also have consumables. Because that was the next thing I was gonna okay. uh, bring up here is these consumables. Um, where are they oh. on here? Consumables. So there's four types of consumables. Nope. Uh, hold, hold on. That answers my question in here. Um, Does it? While they does provide permanent bonuses to your squads for the duration of the event, consumables give you a temporary boost to help you defeat a difficult battle. The consumables uh, typically last two to four battles. So the data disk that we just discussed uh, basically stay there throughout the entire conquest. Yeah, so I'm looking... Data list, along your way through each sector, there will be nodes that allow you to choose one data disk out of a few for free. Ooh. So I'm looking at the picture that 
Swaga Events has next to it, and it's a picture with three cards next to it. Let me go back and look at the map. Okay, so if you're looking at the map, after the first node, there's a there's a node where you have data disks you can pick from, and then you have to beat three more nodes, and then you can unlock more data disks. So it's not after everyone you beat, it's just along the path as you go, you unlock more data disks. I like it. So that's interesting. And then as we talked about consumables, we got a picture up here with a couple of consumables on here. We got a mending shield tech with latch lasts two turns. It's green. So it's like a green level of a uh consumable. It lasts two turns. Uh whenever an ally recovers health, they also recover 10% protection. So if you've got a character that uh re recovers health on themselves, if you put this on them, it will does it say whether you have to put these on a character or if it goes to your whole team? I don't know about that. Um, I think it's for your entire team, from my understanding, but I could be wrong. I know there are some that like restore stamina, and that would be per character, I assume, but I'm not for sure. Okay. The... Uh... Another one listed there, Overcharge Protection Med Pack, plus 98% protection, max duration two. You're almost doubling your character's protection for two uh, nodes. I uh, like it. There's also a Defense Penetration Booster, which is a white level uh, consumable. Uh, it does last four turns, though, instead of two, and it's plus 27% defense penetration. So... Baller. It looks like it looks like as the consumable gets better, obviously the duration goes down and uh, a little better stats on them. So that'll be interesting. Wonder what a overcharged protection med pack uh, white version would be. Like 50% protection for every the whole team? Or shield tech with the white version be 5% protection for every health recovery? Be interesting for yep. sure. Uh, I like it. So there's four types of consumables. Boosters, uh, they consist of items that can increase your stats, such as tenacity or crit damage. Med packs, so as far as boosters, we already saw the example with defense penetration. Med packs can offer protection or health for a certain number of battles, like the med pack we saw up above. Stem packs can recover your stamina by a percent. That's the one you were talking about. It's not shown here, but those can help you to not have to wait five hours to uh, get that health back. So if you deplete the stamina on a character, assuming it's 1% every 30 minutes, which is what I saw in the Swaga events write-up, I believe, it would take 50 hours to get all healed back up. Rough. <laughs> yeah, over two days. Yeah, Long so it'll be interesting to see a the cost of these stim packs, and uh, what the how, how how often they're they're good for. Uh, tech is the last one. Can apply abilities to allies or enemies for a certain number of ba- uh, battles. Kind of like the recovering protection when you recover health. I like it. Um. Yeah. So that kind of just covers all of the, excuse me, covers everything in here. Uh, yeah, 
Joker, I got the that is correct. Um, so like if you go into a battle and lose, the only thing you essentially lose is energy, your stamina, consumables, all that stuff. I do believe stays the same stuff. Basically, if you go in and lose, the only thing you're out is energy. Um, you would have to win in order to consume anything else. So I think that's a pretty good, fair balance. I really wish they had put in this sentence what energy type they're talking about. Because it says attempting a node requires a new energy type specific to conquest, which we knew about. Mm-hmm. Each node will cost an amount of energy and will refresh throughout the day. Like other energy types. Which energy type? Are we talking oh, cantina yeah. or are we talking normal energy? Could could be different than them. Could, you know what? It could be its own timer. So that'd be interesting. Um, and yeah. there's also no daily bonus energy for Conquest. Yes, which is kind of nice, but also kind of frustrating. Hopefully it has a good refresh rate. Yeah. Um, I was hoping that... Thought I so read was it I. somewhere, but no. Anyways, uh, it seems Razor Crest. As far as the Razor Crest goes, it seems like they're using it as a way to engage players in conquest, kind of how they did with IG Eleven and Quill in Galactic Challenges, because oh, they've yeah. said that the ship will be available as a conquest reward crates in varying amounts and can be purchased from wandering scavenger nodes with conquest credits on the map randomly. I like it. And according to Swug Events and Six Sig, it sounds when they talk to the developers, he says it sounds like this type of release may be similar to how Quill IG-11 were released with collect challenges with the goal of Razor Crest eventually being available in other ways like hard nodes or shipments. So I wouldn't mind. The question is, it, so there might actually still be something coming and look, as far as the Conquest store goes. But let me just throw this out there. They made a hotfix yesterday that took the armor out of the Conquest store. I don't know if you saw this, but I the did. armor was being shown in the Conquest store. Yep. For a pretty good rate Crazy. as far as uh, tokens and shards go. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they end up putting in there. Well, good deal. Absolutely. More on this as the weeks develop. Indeed. It'll be a lot of fun to keep covering it, keep talking about it. Pretty excited. And I will be right back. All right. I'll just keep rambling. Um, oh, Lord. I am so freaking tired. I am so glad it's Friday. You all out there in Twitch and podcast land have no freaking idea. I cannot wait. Um, so yeah, this, uh, conquest thing, make sure you guys come check out the Twitch. Uh, like I said, I'm going to stream a little bit on Monday night. Um, cause this looks like a lot of fun. I'm curious to get my hands on it, actually play, see how it does, see what kind of rewards there are, all that sort of stuff. I could see how all this works so that we can then thoroughly explain it and have a good discussion about it next week. Um, Hopefully Dan gets back. I'll be honest, guys. I am getting tired and I can only ramble for so long when I'm tired. When I'm not tired, I can ramble for a very long time. But here we are. Silence. The sound of silence.
Is that is that a song? Sound of Silence? I think that's a song. Anyway. Um Listen to what you guys think. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, twitter.com slash shattered order, or join the Discord, discord.me slash shattered order. Listen to what you think about the conquest. Are you pretty excited about it? Are you not excited about it? Uh, whenever it gets going, let us know what you think, what your experience is. Um, it's looks like fun. We desperately need something to do in this game, so this is a good starting point, I think. Uh... Yeah. Dan's dog screaming. Dan dog. He just called you my dog. <laughs> that was your wife? That was definitely my wife. That sounded like a dog barking. I it came out of the bathroom and she jumped at me to try to scare me. <laughs> but I was too busy listening to you ramble very badly that I didn't even realize it. I thought she didn't scare me. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Tell her sorry. That was not my intentions. She started laughing, so I don't think okay. her feelings were hurt. <laughs> I didn't think they would be. All right, let me get this link for, for this, this next thing we're doing. All righty. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. What this would really say is, is it's time you. for Wink and Goodnight Punk to get trolled by chat for their Star Wars knowledge. And that is, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let me get that up on the screen for every birdie. Uh, this one. All right, we got it. Here we go. All right, Shattered Order Trivia this week is on episode, or this is episode eight. It's on episode seven of Star Wars. Uh, okay. The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi from a Nap. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Um... Let me close chat. There we go. All right. So we're moving into the rules category, rules and points. This week's category is The Force Awakens. Whoa. We're covering two movies here. I kind of thought we'd do eight, nine, and ten would be the last three movies. So we're covering wrong. seven and eight with uh, with uh, episode nine being episode nine. Ooh. Wonder what episode ten is going to cover. Exciting! Uh, I am thrown for a loop. I don't know how I'm going to recover from this. This week's questions will all be asked from episodes seven and eight. Nine questions, each worth one point. Most points win gets the win. Win is worth two points, and a tie is worth one. Contest will be ten weeks. Most points in the standings wins. Any rulings needed to go through Mythos. Once again, thank you, Mythos, for doing this. Indeed, sir. Based on your results each week, I will raise or lower the difficulty. Based on our last two weeks, I hope the difficulty has been lowered. <laughs> Fair. As chat makes fun of me. All right. Here's the standings. Oh, last week was ruled a tie. Two-star Lando Lions are down 6-8 to eight to the poorly modded POW 
Packers. I like it. I've been pulling out a lot of ties lately. I will take the ties. Because as a lion, I assume everything is from an underdog perspective. That's that's a good way to view the world, man. <laughs> All right, are you ready, sir? I am. Question one. Who does Leia send to Jakku to investigate Luke's whereabouts? Repeat it one more time. Who does Leia send to Jakku to investigate Luke's whereabouts? All right, I have my answer. I have my answer. All right, I've got uh, Poe Dameron. I put Poe Dameron. No, you put Poe. So if he wrote Poe Dameron, I get an extra point. Uh, all right, all right, fine. Answer Poe. All right, you got lucky there. <laughs> that so I, I was, should get bonus points. I was really hoping the question would be who they went to see because I knew that answer. Because uh, I would have totally wrote Lore, uh, Lore Santeca because I would not. Have I don't that think one. it's spoilers to say this, but in the High Republic, the Santecas are still around, or there. That's where they made all their fortunes. So interesting. I was like, when I heard that in High Republic, I'm like, where do I know the name Santeca from? And then I realized that Lore Santeca from uh, Force Awakens was. One of the relatives. Nice. Anyways, the lore says, Poe gets to the map from Lore Santeca. The Santeca family has been the keepers of ancient maps and hyperspace routes since the days of the High Republic. Very nice. Which is exactly why I would have known his name. All right, here we go. Question two. Are you ready, sir? Yes, sir. What is Ray scavenging in and through when we first meet her? I feel like this should be obvious, but I'm going to put the obvious answer in probably get it wrong. Okay. I've got mine. I guess Star Destroyer. I also guess Star Destroyer. Watch it be TIE Fighter. Doesn't she live in a TIE Fighter? A crashed Imperial Star Destroyer. Lore, the ship is from the Battle of Jakku, the final battle between the New Republic and the Empire. Uh... That is the end of the aftermath books. Yes, I need still need to read them. I probably can't reach mine. Mine's just sitting right over here. Pretty good stuff. Highly well, recommended. Audibletrial.com slash shattered order if you'd like to go get a free audiobook with third day trial. And you should, because you can get uh, the High Republic Jedi book. That's amazing. I am almost I, done with it. I, need I am to get it. so I've excited. got a bunch of credits, so I might get it. What was the name of it? Oh boy! Uh, give me. Never a... mind. I'll look it up. <laughs> well, now you got me. It's Light of the Jedi. It's called. Gotcha. All right. Question three: Why does BB-8 think Finn hurt Poe when BB-8 first sees him? Hmm. 
All right, I've got a guess. I can't remember I for have sure. got a guess. I put... Because he's in Stormtrooper gear. Oh, he's got Poe's jacket. That is right. I'm pretty positive. He was wearing Poe's jacket. There you go. There we go. Laura, he should keep the jacket. It really suits him. <laughs> All right, question four. Who has been holding on to the Skywalker lightsaber? Have my answer. I have Maz Kanata. I have Maz Kanata as well. Maz Kanata. The lightsaber should have still... The lightsaber should still have had Luke's hand holding it. <laughs> I'm sure they pried it out of him. They, they probably did. Probably pried it out of his dead hands. Question five. Why is Kylo Ren bleeding out during his final duel on Starkiller Base? How are you feeling over there? Pretty good. Got my answer. What'd you get? Uh, gets cut by a lightsaber. Uh, I have Chewbacca blast shot. Oh. Answer five is Chewie shot him after Kylo killed Han. I forgot about that part. In lore, in the novel, we learn Kylo is using the dark side to use the pain of the wound to stay awake and active during the fight. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. All right, question six. Here we go. What is the name of those cute birds-like animals with Luke on Octo? If either of us gets this wrong, I will be very upset. You have your answer, right? I do. Porgs. Indeed. Porgs. Lord, they look delicious. They do. <laughs> Chewie thought so, too. Did. The wife likes the porgs. And my daughter has a porg plushie. That is like the coolest oh. thing ever. I, I got the wife a porg plushie. It's like a... I don't know what it is like this really stretchy, cool feeling fabric. It's pretty snazzy. Great pillow. <laughs> nice. Question seven. Why can't the resistance just jump to hyperspace to get away from the first order? I, I can't write everything that's my answer to this question down, so I'm just going to explain what I mean. All right. I'm doing the same thing. So, basically, 
They would strand themselves after one jump, and plus the uh, Empire can track them through a hyperspace. That was pretty much the gist of my answer, because of tracking. Could go into more detail. First Order can track ships in hyperspace, is the answer. Lore, during Rogue One, we hear that the Empire was working on hyperspace tracking when Jin is looking for the Death Star plans. Indeed. Do you know what I was thinking the past couple days? I really want to go back and watch Rogue One and Solo again. I have not seen those in so long. It's been a while. That I've almost forgotten what happens in them. Good stuff. All right. Question eight. What does Luke give to Leia when they meet for the final time? What does who give Leia? Luke. Do you know this one? I'm pretty confident. Okay. Your answer is? Hans Dice. Yep. That's what I put. Lore, they were the Hans Dice is the answer. They were the first scene hanging from the Falcon in A New Hope. They were the first scene in the first scene hanging? I think there's a word missing there. I think, yeah. In the first scene. All right. Last question. I think we're tied. We are. In the final scenes of The Last Jedi, what is shown that Rey stole from Luke? Hello? Hello. Oh, you cut out for a second. What was the question? Oh, you don't get a second answer. Second. You have to go off what you heard. Oh, nope. Can't do that. (laughs) I said in the final scenes of The Last Jedi, what is shown that Rey stole from Luke? sure about this answer all right what did you put the jedi texts (laughs) all right well you put the same thing as me so either way we tie i also put the jedi text because she because i don't feel like she actually stole that from luke where did she she got him off the off the planet he was on right yes the ancient jedi text is the answer okay and the lore is to quote Yoda, page turners, they were not. <laughs> Another nice. tie. Another freaking tie. Both of us, nine out of ten. We both freaking rocked that one, though. Yeah. I guess that's what happened when movies are closer Fresh. on the line. Yeah. <sighs> I'm really wishing for I've, that lore Santeca question. I would have won. I, I feel like Mythos went a little easy on us this week. Though. Well, I said maybe he went easier on us. And yeah. So. so I expect next week to be a freaking doozy. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Not bad, though. So what was the score before tonight? The score before tonight was six to eight. So by the end of this week, it'll be seven to nine with okay. two weeks to go. All righty. With our, our streak of ties, this is—I'm never going to catch up. 
All right, let me open that's, up chat and see what people are saying here. That's 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 kind of what I'm hoping. But we shall see. <laughs> no, Tur big deal called porks turkeys. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks for playing along, everybody. I love trivia. It's super fun. A lot of fun. Thank yeah. you, Mythos. We appreciate it, buddy. Yes, you are awesome. We appreciate you. So keep doing what you're doing because we are loving it. And as far as everybody else goes out there, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for hanging out on the live stream. Everybody out there that supports the show, we love you. We love your support and we appreciate every single one of you. Uh, what you're doing, uh, listening and giving your feedback to help support this show and form it to what it is. We wouldn't be here without you. 235 Facts. episodes in 35% of the way to 300 episodes is just ridiculous. Oh, so we appreciate it. You. I agree. Next week, we'll be back for more conquest talking about our first experience in that first week of conquest. So do you don't want to miss it? Uh, we'll probably be doing more GAC before we start the podcast. So if you're a live stream, watcher you won't want to miss that but as far as that goes wink, wink you got anything else you want to tell the people before we go um i love you all <laughs> there you go i love you too all right so we'll see you guys all next week thanks for listening later <laughs>